guys, and welcome to another episode of the Grace Sufficient Podcast. We're so happy to be back. What is up, y'all? <laughs> With another episode for you guys. Last week, we started a new devotional, and it's found in the YouVersion Bible app. It's called Seen, Known, Loved. So if you have not seen the first or heard the first episode on that, go back and watch that one. And this is the second day. That's right. Ready? You're reading, right? Okay, this one, yes. It's called God Sees You. And so it says, have you ever wondered if what you do makes any difference? Have you ever sighed in defeat or realized your bucket of weeds was already full to overflowing with the problems of life? We start out so passionate wanting to make a difference, but in the grind of life, we slow down and often give up. We wonder if our actions are making any difference at all. If anyone sees you or sees us over time, we begin to realize that the problems of life are much bigger than and more complex than we originally thought. God wants to know, however, that he sees you or God wants you to know, however, that he sees you. He sees your big heart. He sees your strong desire to pull through the weeds or pull the weeds of your life and the world. And he sees that you are weary. He already knows that the job is far too big for us. The world was never ours to change by ourselves. He also wants you to know that your actions do matter and that you matter. You are not irrelevant. Our actions and intentions of our heart are indicators, proof that we are our Heavenly Father's children. Mm. That's so good. I I think that it's true like if if there's anyone out there like i've asked different people in different seasons of their lives and the one common denominator that comes to to their responses when i ask is say hey so like what what gets you get up every morning like what gets you to go to your job and do like do the things that you do and sometimes um the people that say money they don't really get that far because money is never like a true motivator to um, to really push you far beyond where the limit lay, lays. You need a strong why to be able to endure every circumstance in life. Like if you just chase something that is so empty that does not give you joy or even the ability to love you back. It's very difficult to continue to go through the difficulties of life if, if your true motive is just to have money and resources. But when I hear people say, I just want to make an impact. Mm -hmm. I just want to change someone's life. I just want to better people. I want to be in, in uh, a tool that that guy can use to transform someone's life. When you hear t stuff like that, like those people have learned a key element to success and you're not defined by numbers you're not you know your value is not found in how many people you've impact or or how many instagram followers you have or how many youtube subscribers you got this month and all that like the true success is found in the obedience to follow what god has put in your life and create impact whether it is to one person or a thousand or a million because once you have steward right the one person that you can impact and you've done it well god will continue to entrust you with more 
And and it was so true, like what he says here, that we're not meant to do it by ourselves. No one ever built an amazing structure by themselves, meaning that you're going to need relationships and people and connections to be able to um, develop the plan that God has in your life. Yes. On the same topic of you were talking about money, um, money is a resource and it allows you to to do things and it's. I mean, it's important in our everyday life because that's, you know, our our currency, everything revolves around having money to pay for things. And But if it becomes your sole goal in life and your love for money, I mean, money's not bad, but it's the love for money, um, then that's bad. And we see that time and time again, how in the Bible, we see these stories of people falling kind of like into this trap of wanting all the riches and success uh, in a monetary way. But what's really fulfilling, what's really going to fill your heart, it's not any monetary gain. I mean, that does add a certain level of comfort when you look at things. Um, But it's not going to, it's never going to fill a void. And what you were saying is completely right. The impact that you can have on other people's lives and the purpose that you see in your life, that's ultimately... um, it's, it's above whatever money can give. Mm-hmm. And I'll, I, right now, I know we, we've we talked a little bit about our, our business ventures, if you will. And we are working together from home, building our business. And I do the more of like the interviewing, building aspect of it. And I, whenever I'm conducting interviews, I get a multitude of answers when it comes down to the the question of what's your big why and there are a lot of people that say the money mm-hmm. but then there are also a few people that say i just want to help people and those Let's are the stop. people that yeah attract me let's stop there for a second because like it's so interesting anyone that is an inter- entrepreneur or anyone that has a business you do you understand that it takes money to make money mm-hmm. and people that come here come to you know the agency and everything to make money it is very difficult for them to invest money, to make money. Yeah, <laughs> Isn't that something? It's like the we're not wired that way. Exactly. It's hard for them to wrap their head around it. Um, but a person that already has that entrepreneurial mindset and knows what it mm-hmm. takes, they know that it takes personal development, it takes 100%. sacrifice, and it takes investment, not just in the way of money, but in time and energy. Absolutely. And when I conduct those interviews and I hear people that are solely in it for the money, those people do not stand out to me at all. Um, exactly. I actually do. I, it's going to sound bad, but like I, re, I, Repel. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't want, want to work with people like that, that are more focused on the money aspect of it than the impact that they can make on people's lives. Because I, at the end of the day, we're going to be in close proximity with these people and working with them. And if their why is not to actually better someone's lives including their own because we are we're all like searching for the same thing um and their main why is the money um they're not going to be satisfied because the first year of business at least for us has been the hardest and let's stop there for a second because um i think that this this can bring value to a lot of people um so we're in the insurance business uh we've been in in the insurance business for about a year now actually we're about to be a year in april Mm -hmm. and so coming into insurance business like um 
the, the, the main motive why we even left our corporate jobs and went from um, over $100,000 uh, a year to a big question mark was because to us, not no amount of money was worth not raising our kids. Mm-hmm. And to, to this day, that's still the case. Um, the, the first year was a year of growth, for sure. And I'm not saying financially. I believe that it was a year to really put a, um, a picture or, or should I say a reflection of ourselves into a mirror and looking at ourselves and looking at everything that we have to grow into to be the people that we need to be to be successful and not only in this business, but just in, in life. And a lot of people come to this business with like different capabilities and different learning things that they've developed in life. And some people come with those things already. And there's some people like, like, for example, myself, that I believe that I've grown, grown enough to be able to be at a place where money is not my main motive. It's a byproduct of my why. Right. And I am so excited because starting year two, I know that it's going to be a, a exponential growth in every area because now I know what it takes. Now I know what I what I need to do and what I have to invest and who I need to become to 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 be that person. Right. And what, what I'm trying to say with this is that you can outgrow your your business won't outgrow your personal growth. And this is true with everything. If you're in a corporate a corporate America and you feel like you're stuck because you're not seeing, when was the last time you intentionally try to grow yourself by, I don't know, reading a book, knowing how do you can master your craft and, and be better at it and not really to get recognized, but just to do your job at a high level professionally so that people can trust you with more. Right. Same goes with relationships with pretty much every aspect of life. And it's biblical because it says in the Bible that, you know, the person that is that stewards and is faithful in the little um, will be given more. Mm -hmm. Um, And this devotional is talking about how God sees your heart. He sees you. And like you were saying, there were things that in the first year of business, we were learning about ourselves and each other. Um, when I read this part of the devotional, it says he sees your strong desire to pull the weeds of your life and the world. And he sees that you are weary. That was us. I mean, in the first year of our business, we were realizing, oh, like these habits need some help or we don't really spend enough time doing this thing or we spend too much time doing this other thing or we could do this. Like we were tweaking and constantly working with our schedule and we're still doing that. And our lives were also changing in this at the same time. So it was like a constant weekly, like, okay, what do we do with our schedule? How do we handle this? And it reminds me a lot of um, when a baby is born, that first year of life, they go through so many changes. I mean, if you take a picture every single day of um, a newborn for a whole month, you will see the change and you see them developmentally changing. And I saw that in us Mm. within our first year. And and honestly, like, we're not even close to the the potential that we have. Yeah. And I'm so glad that this business has allowed us to to really look at ourselves and be like, wow, we do we do can 
you know, make progress in ourselves and become better people, um, generous people. We can be people of impact. We can impact, impact our community. We can impact the people that are around us. And it's, it's so amazing because year one, like you said, like we're barely learning how to walk now. Mm-hmm. And even, even with, with the, the positioner or I should say the place that we find ourselves in right now, I am so grateful that, that God looked at me and said, I want you here because that's another thing. Like I didn't just, we didn't just make this decision out of thin air and be like, Oh, you know, we should be yeah. entrepreneurs. We should just like jump in here and do this. No. Like it's been, that's not, it's been difficult, <laughs> but God led us here yeah. just the same way that, you know, the Holy spirit and led I, Jesus into the wilderness, wilderness. Mm-hmm. Not everything that happens to you that's challenging and difficult and and that puts puts you in a difficult position comes from the devil. Sometimes the Holy Spirit will lead you to the wilderness to make you stronger, to make you capable, to learn new things, to become a better person, and ultimately prepare you for your purpose. Yeah, because he sees you and he knows you better than you know yourself. He knows what your the desires of your heart before you even tell him he sees what you're made of he he knows you so well because he is you're his creation and so if you ever feel like god is not you're misunderstood by the world or god or whatever or you're like this devotional said you're irrelevant you are not irrelevant there is a purpose for you and ask god ask him to reveal that to you if you have not ever done that be bold enough to pray about it and and ask him directly God, is there more to me than just this, what I'm doing? Um, I'm not sure Mm -hmm. if this resonates with you guys. I know I said it one time in my workplace with a few close people. Um, And it's that moment in the morning when you wake up. It hasn't happened in a long time to me. And I I think this is a symptom of why it, it basically reflects our current life right now. And that was, is not currently happening. Okay. It's going to make sense. Once I say it. you ever wake up and you're like, ah, uh, what is life? What's my purpose? What is this thing I keep doing on repeat every single day? That used to happen to me a lot. Yeah. And um, I said that out loud one time and someone just like looked at me and was it, they were, they felt like heard, known, understood everything. They're like, Oh my gosh. Yes. I know what you're talking about. I struggle with that all the time. And then it leads me to like depressive thoughts. And I was like, wow, that's powerful. Cause I remember doing that, like when I worked in the hospital and even though I, I loved being a nurse and everything, it was just very, very challenging working, you know, really hard shifts and not being able to see my family, my baby and all of that. Um, so all of that added together, I, d- I would just wake up in the morning and be like, what is this even for? what's my purpose? What am I actually impacting people? And of course I was, I was in my calling at the time where God had me at the time, but my heart always desired for more. Absolutely. And, and you know, when you put things into balance and like you start realizing like, where am I making the most impact? And when you find that the, the least amount of impact that you're making is at home with your kids and you're putting everything on everyone else's plate, but you're not like, being there for your kids and all that stuff is hard. It's, it's, it's a, it's a really hard pill to, pill to swallow. Um, I believe wholeheartedly that I'm here to make an impact. I'm here to change people. I'm here to be a tool that God can use, but it starts at home. Mm-hmm. It starts at, you know, being the best father that I can be with to my kids. And, and trust me, there's no amount of money that's gonna 
be like, oh, yeah, $500,000. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've never seen my daughter. Let's do right. this. No. Yeah, if you are, oh, man, I'm trying to put this into words, but your like level of success when you compare it to another person may not mean success to them and vice versa. If you are a stay-at-home mom or a stay-at-home dad or whatever, and you think that you have no purpose or you feel like that, let me remind you that you are you are living in your your purpose. You had those kids and you are raising them and you're making an impact in their lives. Even in the mundane, even in the cutting the crust off the sandwiches or the endless diaper changes, there is purpose for you. If you are doing this routine job, but God has called you to do that, you are, if you are in God's purpose, hang tight because he, he sees you, he sees your heart and, and don't be afraid to want for more too. Don't, don't feel like you have to stay in a box. Um, because if, if you desire for other things and for more things, ask God and ask him to ask for his desires to align with yours. And if it's his will, backwards. that will happen. Did I say for, backwards? Oh yes, my God, for I'm your, so sorry. For, for your desires to, to line, line up with, with his. his. <laughs> my goodness, thank you. I'm on very God, little bit of sleep. God, can you please align your desires with mine? Like, <laughs> stop not, playing. <laughs> <laughs> it does not work like that. Um, but yeah, you guys know what I mean. Thank you for correcting me, Annie. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, don't be afraid. And in the Bible, it says uh, the man can plan or make his plans, but the Lord orders his steps. Can you can you look that up? Yeah. So that way we can we have some real solid context. But yes. um, but yeah, guys, uh, definitely what Priscilla said is super important. You can be at a place that's difficult and God's presence to be there. And you can be at a place where you find yourself being successful, quote unquote, because you have resources and God's not there. So be really careful, like the decisions that you make, like let it be a spirit led decision and not just a decision that you're like, well, God, um, I jumped off the boat. So now you're going to have to rescue me. And no, like, Mm -hmm. come on. Like if he's calling you to step out of the boat, that's different than you just jumping off the boat. Yeah. And Jesus is nowhere near (laughs) to catch you. So (laughs) make sure that, that you're, you're praying about the decisions, how, however big or small they are. It's so important to put him first. Like don't, God is for you. Yeah. Okay. And that verse was in Proverbs 16, 9. It also makes me think of this other verse that's way in Genesis. It was said by Hagar and it's um, in Genesis 16, 3. Um, I have now seen the one who sees me. And this is when Hagar was like crying out to God. Hagar was the servant of um, Sarah. Sarah and Abraham were trying to have a child. And God had promised them that they were going to have a, a baby. They were really old in age and they took matters into their own hands. And Sarah was like, hey, have a baby with my servant. And so they went back and forth. It was kind of like a Jerry Springer situation in there. And she went through really, really hard trials through that season. And she ended up being like driven away from that home and was like in the wilderness, pregnant and everything, just thought she had lost everything. And she reached out to God and said, I have now seen the one who sees me. And so this this kind of like this thing that she was saying to God, and that was actually the first time in the Bible that that, that was that God was referred to the God who sees me. Um, and in Hebrew, I just saw it here. It's called El Roy. But 
it it goes it aligns with this devotional so perfectly because he he sees you better than you even know yourself and that i see that happening in our lives when johnny talks to me sometimes i'm like sometimes he even knows what i need before i even say it i mean i'm talking in a practical sense he'll know that i'm hungry before i even like recognize that i'm hungry just because of the way i'm talking to him um but it's it's funny because like god is that but like way more like on steroids (laughs) absolutely and and can you read that proverbs um verse that you that you were talking about earlier yes a man's mind plans his way but the lord directs his steps and establishes them and another version says the the lord orders his steps i love that and we're gonna leave you with with matthew 11 verse 28 29 and 30 and he says this this is the new living translation because i love the new living translation i feel like i can actually understand it um so he says, Jesus said, come to me, all of you who are, who are weary and carry heavy burdens. I, I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Let me teach you because I am humble and gentle at heart. And you will find the rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy to bear. And the burden I give you is light. Yeah, I love that. Hallelujah. Verse. Really love that verse. It's so comforting to know that. Even when you're tired and when you're carrying too much on your plate and you can't feel like you can go on because your strength is too, too, too weak, right? That God is there to take your burdens. Mm-hmm. Say, Hey, Amen. it's like, imagine you at the, you know, at the bar squatting and you can't pick up the weights. And it's like, Hey, I got you. Mm-hmm. Let me pick it up for you. And just like the devotional said, he already knows that the job is too big for us. So that's why, you know, he reminds us the world was never ours to change by ourselves. Absolutely. So with all this, guys, I know that this can be like applied to many different areas of your life. If you're trying to find purpose and trying to figure out like, why am I on this earth for? Right. It just starts with praying and asking God for guidance. Um is not always easy to go after your purpose because sometimes God needs to guys God needs to prepare us to entrust us with a lot. So he'll start with where you are right now. Can you be faithful in that job that you're in right now? Can you respect others? Can you follow directions even though you have bad leadership on top of you? Can you be on time to your job? Can you have a routine that that would reap success successful results? Start where you are. Honor God in the things that you're doing right now so that when it comes to the time where God says, hey, this season's over and I'm taking you to your next assignment, that you can take everything that you've learned in this season and be able to apply it to the next season because nothing is wasted. Every place that you've stepped into, every situation you've gone through, hopefully you've learned your lessons through them and not just going through them and complain to God about everything. Like, go through them and be like, God, what did you try to teach me when I got fired? Is it because I wasn't showing up on time? Is it because I was talking to, back to my bosses? Now that I'm going to the, into this next season, how can I be better? How can you entrust with, with more? How can I steward the relationships, friendships, finances, um, emotions, my health? How can I steward everything in a way that glorifies you? So put that in, in God's uh, hands and, and see what he will do with it. We are here to encourage you. We're here to 
um, let you know that you're worth it, that we believe in you, that if you're breathing, there is a purpose and a plan for your life. So don't let anything or anyone convince you otherwise. You are here because God has a purpose for you. Let's go ahead and pray us on out, baby. Go ahead. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for uh, your love. Thank you for seeing us and for knowing us like just so deeply because you created us. Lord, I pray that the people that are listening to this podcast can um, hear from you today, that they can find their purpose in you and that you may lead them and order their steps according to your will, God. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Love you guys so much. We hope that you have an amazing rest of your week. And we will see you on the next one.